Welcome to Ted in Your Head, the podcast created exclusively to help you transform your thinking to show up powerfully and authentically in your life and in your business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high performance coach. On this show, we talk about how to tap into the power of your mind, release bad habits, eliminate fear and the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. We dive deep into cultivating the success mindset that you need for a life of abundance, health, and happiness. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist, high-performance coach, helping people to change their minds by getting rid of that stinking thinking. One of the wonderful things about our minds is that we can unlearn what doesn't work for us and learn something new. And hypnosis is the ultimate learning state. So if you're out there right now thinking that you can't change or you'll never change, I would suggest to you that that is simply not true. And if you want to work with me, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me later on in the podcast. But for now, let's talk about a subject which I've been thinking about for a long time. The title of our podcast today, How to Get Out of Your Head and Into Your Body. So it's a beautiful day here in Southern California. I finally got a chance to get out and walk for a good solid hour. Walking is my thing. I go walk in my happy place, a regional park near my house. It has a wonderful lake. And it's been a little bit difficult for me to do that uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, we've had a lot of rain here in Southern California. It's been kind of cold and rainy. And I think the other reason is that I messed up my my knee uh, a while back. So I've kind of been babying it a little bit and kind of stretching it out, but it's almost completely back to feeling normal. So the experience of going out and taking a solid hour-long walk uh, was just uh, wonderful and and glorious, and it just felt so good to be moving my body. And so while I was on my walk, I started thinking, you know, and it's been occurring to me lately that one of the biggest problems that we have, I think, as a society is we are so much up in our heads and disconnected from our bodies. Even our language talks about this. I mean, how often do we hear something like, oh my God, I have to get out of my head, or get out of your head, you're way too up in your head, right? I think the reason for that is that in our culture, logic and reasoning is very much favored over intuition and a felt sense of being in the body. I can't help but think that the reason for that is that we're all trying to survive. We all need to figure out or think about ways to go out and make money, how to make our jobs better. I mean, so many practical things that we have to deal with on a daily basis. So we're we're really spending a lot of time uh, acting as human doings instead of human beings, right? So when I talk about beingness, Uh, I'm talking about being in the body. When you think about our modern day lives, we spend a lot of time sitting in boxes. We wake up in a box, we go and walk to another box, and then we get into the box that is our car or train, and then we'll 
go to another box where, where we will sit and stare at a screen on another box, right? So we're, we're literally just boxed in. And consequently, we find ourselves really, really up in our heads and disconnected from our bodies. And the consequences of this, I think, are very, very important and worth talking about. So let's, let's talk about it. Uh, first of all, it's important to understand our bodies are always talking to us, but we don't often hear. So a good example would be when you are eating so quickly that you don't hear your body saying to you, man, I am full, let's stop eating. And by the time you stop eating, you're already way too full. So that'd be a very common example of not being able to listen to one's body. And that problem, of course, can be solved by slowing down when you eat. But there's other deeper ways that our body talks to us that we don't hear. So uh, for example, we are having a conversation with somebody and they say something and we have a reaction in our body and we know we should say something, we know we should communicate. We're having this feeling in our body, but we, we repress it or we ignore it and it goes unsaid. And we end up feeling maybe uh, angry or resentful, or at the very least, we have the thought, man, I, why didn't I say something? Why didn't I speak up? Right? So the body's giving us a message, but we are in the habit, I think, for many of us, of repressing it. Of course, the mind and body are not separate. They are part and parcel of the same thing. We have what might be called a body-mind. So having a mind without really being connected to our body is like trying to walk with one leg. It just doesn't work very well. But when we are in our body, when we feel connected to our body, there is integration. And we can become so disconnected from our bodies that we end up repressing our feelings to the point that they eventually come out as pain, discomfort, illness, or dis-ease. I work with a lot of clients, for instance, that have gut issues. And I can say with a fair amount of certainty that in many of my clients that have gut issues, a large part of the problem is the repression or the pushing down of thoughts, feelings, and emotions, being unable to communicate, uh, being unable to be authentic for whatever reason. So there's a need to kind of stuff things down and not being able to digest, not being able to, um, what would be the word, assimilate or take in our own thoughts and feelings. And this is very, very important that we acknowledge what we're feeling and uh, try to resolve it either by talking about it or even having a conversation with ourselves. I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but the body will tell us when we need to pay attention and to hear our body, we must be connected to our bodies. So how do you know that you're in your head too much? Well, first of all, <laughs> you probably know already if you're in your head too much, but if you haven't been able to figure that out, here's some, some signs and signals. Number one, you are overthinking things way too much, and you know it. The most famous uh, 
quote maker of all time, whose name is Anonymous, said that overthinking is the art of creating new problems out of ones that never existed in the first place. Maybe you can relate to that. Here's another quote by Jonathan Safran Foer, the American novelist, who said, I've thought myself out of happiness one million times, but never once into it. So I think we all understand the negative impact of overthinking. Now, thinking's a great tool. We should think, and a lot of people don't think, right? So we should think, but thinking doesn't solve all of our problems, believe it or not. Yet, like the person whose only tool is a hammer and everything looks like a nail, we come to believe that Everything can be solved by just thinking, 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 and trying to figure it out. And some things either are not going to be figured out or they'll get figured out in their own time once you chill out and take a break. Another sign that you're overthinking stuff, another sign that you're too much in your head is you have trouble making decisions. You're spending too much time ruminating, right? Too much rumination, second-guessing yourself. If you are spending a lot of time in anxiety, worry, and fear, you are up in your head, imagining things that haven't happened yet, worried about things that may or may not happen, even projecting things into the future, imagining bad things happening. And of course, your body has the same response as if it's really happening. This is a sign that you're spending too much time in your head. Certainly another indication is that you're not present to all the cool stuff around you, the beauty of the natural world, the love and affection of your family, your kids, your parents. If you're not present to those things, you are spending way too much time in your head. Another sign is you forget to breathe, okay? You're just not breathing. And like breathing is like, it's pretty important. Yet most of us don't really Either we don't know how to breathe or we're not breathing in a very healthy manner. Instead, we're breathing up in the chest instead of deep down abdominally, abdominally, which is the way we breathe, of course, when we sleep. So we forget to breathe. I got this next one from wellnessdaily.com. And I thought this was just amazing. One of the signs you're up in your head too much is you focus on consuming, not creating. You're looking outside of you to satisfy yourself, to soothe yourself instead of looking inside of you. So creativity, inspiration, passion, these are things that you feel in your body, not things you think in your head. When we are inspired by something, when we feel passionate about something. It's not a thinking logical process. It's a felt sense in the body. When we tap into creativity and ideas come to us, we're not trying to force it. There's a flow of ideas and we feel that creative impulse. That's a sign that we're connected to our body. In addition, and this goes without saying, that the body is the source of a huge amount of wisdom, intuition, intelligence. 
but we must be connected to our body to be able to access that. Or we simply won't be present to it. The body will tell us when we need to pay attention to something in our lives. Our bodies will tell us when there's something in our health that we need to focus on. Our bodies will tell us when something's not right or when something is very, very right. But again, we must cultivate and develop a connection with our body. So how can we do that? How can we get out of our head and into our bodies? And I'm sure that if you thought about it, you could come up with lots of ways and maybe you're doing some of these things already. First of all, and this is pretty obvious, anything that gives you an experience of being in your body, moving your body gets you into your body. This is why so many people are working out these days. It just feels good to get out of their head and into their bodies. So exercising, stretching, something like yoga is just a fabulous remedy for being too much in your head. The very meaning of the word yoga is union or yoke. When you think about a yoke, you're thinking about something that tie two oxen together. That's called a yoke. Two oxen that are pulling a cart or something like that. So the union in yoga is between mind and body, bringing them together and so that they can work together. So yoga is just fabulous. Um, walking. Something as simple as walking around the block. It's so simple. All you need is a good pair of shoes. Hiking. How about dancing? Listening to music, moving your body to music. All of these things give us a felt experience of being in our body that is very pleasant and really, really fun and cool. Breathing exercises. Don't underestimate the power of simple breathing exercises, even just deep abdominal breathing. And what I mean by deep abdominal breathing, I'm talking about breathing in, in a way where the stomach expands. So you push that diaphragm down so the stomach expands like a balloon. Normally, or many times when we breathe, the shoulders go up. This is chest breathing. So try to breathe in deeply without activating any of the shoulders or chest muscles until the very end of the exhalation. Start by bringing that breath all the way down to behind the belly button. So any type of mindful breathing, and if you want to look for breathing exercises, all of that's out there on YouTube. You can definitely find it. Meditation is a great way to let go of the constant chatter of thinking and wondering and talking and to be in the silence of the body. More and more people are meditating now than ever before, it seems. And that's a really, really wonderful thing. Other fun ways of getting into your body? Being intimate with someone. Hugging, caressing, holding hands, caressing, <laughs> kissing, caressing, holding hands, making love. All of these things get us into our body in a, in a very, very immediate uh, and pleasurable way. Getting a massage. It's amazing to me that there are a lot of people that have never had a massage. And it's one of the best things you can do for your body. How about connecting with nature? Even just sitting in a chair, being outside, listening to the birds, 
smelling the scent of blooming flowers, feeling the breeze, right? These are all sensations. They're not things we need to think about. They're things that we can experience. And if we are experiencing something through our five senses and being mindful of that, we're in our body. Of course, then the tendency is like, oh, maybe I should pull out my phone and (laughs) take a photo of it or make a post about it, right? And cell phones are one of the reasons why we're so much up in our head. So how about putting that cell phone down? Yeah, what a concept. How about putting that phone down and just experiencing what's going on around you? And I have to admit, I'm getting into that myself. I used to go into a situation like sitting in a waiting room and I would just sit there and people watching. Now I have the habit as well. First thing I do is pull out my phone and I don't even know what I do on it. I check the news, I scroll through Instagram and I'm making a commitment right now to put that phone down a lot more often. You know, another thing that I like to do is I just like to lie on the floor. Now, you might want to lie down in your bed or even taking a nap is a good way to connect with the body. But lying on the floor, which is so different from lying in a bed and just feeling the body and doing a yoga thing called shavasana, where I'm relaxing every part of my body, it's very, very profound and it feels good and it's very relaxing. How about getting your hands into the soil? How about gardening, planting something, pulling weeds? I still do that. I have a gardener. I finally gave up mowing my own lawn, but I still go out and pull weeds. I still go out and plant stuff, still go out and rake stuff. I just like using my body to make something grow. It's a wonderful feeling. So there's a number of different things you can do to get out of your head and into your body. And if you are experiencing anxiety or overwhelm or you're projecting scary things into the future, or you're overthinking. Again, these are signs that you want to do what you can to get more connected with your physical body. So let me leave you with a quote by Carolyn M-Y-S-S. Now, there's different uh, opinions about how to pronounce that. Okay, just did a quick Google search. Caroline Mace, M-Y-S-S. She said, the soul always knows what to do to heal itself. The challenge is to silence the mind. And I'll tell you, one of the most impactful, amazing books I have ever read was Carolyn Mace's Anatomy of the Spirit. If you ever get a chance to pick up that book and you're interested in the mind-body connection, it is really uh, a profoundly uh, interesting read. Okay, so... You might be wondering after today's episode, how can hypnotherapy and success performance coaching transform the challenges in my life and help me get more connected to my body? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'd like to extend to you a one-time complimentary consultation. And if you know that you're ready to do something different and you're exploring hypnotherapy and high-performance coaching and you want to see if it's a good fit for you, then you can request that complimentary consultation at tedmoreno.com slash contact. And one of the best ways to get into your body is by hypnotherapy, where your mind relaxes, you experience that deep, calm feeling in your body. And it really is a powerful modality to just get out of your head and into your body, which is the topic of our our conversation today. So you know 
that I'm out there on Instagram, Facebook, and all the other usual social media suspects. So check it out and give me a like or say hi. And I want to thank you very much for listening today. And I look forward to uh, connecting with you soon. Take good care of yourself and don't forget, get out of your head and into your body. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. If bad habits, fears, and limiting beliefs are keeping you from the success you want, then it might be time to change your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. And we will see you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast podcast.